people. When we talk about what's good inside, I think you can't get a too. I love it. When we talk about, <clears throat> let me start that again. <laughs> now I got nervous. <laughs> uh. Whoa, it's episode five. Hi, everybody. Welcome to What's Good Inside with Marga Gomez. Who's Marga Gomez? It's me. Thank you so much for taking time out from whatever you're doing to save the world to listen to this podcast that it is kind of, you know, uh, irrelevant. But, you know, you have to have a little bit of of sustenance for uh, our carnal delights. I have an interview today with the producer of the 18th annual New York Burlesque Festival. And you're going to find out how you can get in on some of that. What else is good inside? I my my show Spanking Machine has a uh, uh, two more two more productions uh, productions uh, in my living room, <laughs> uh, but I do actually uh, I'm I have a puppet show coming uh, this week. I've figured out how to do it. Uh, I got a better internet. I I paid to upgrade my internet service. Got a new modem. Uh, got a new computer. So I'm pretty excited about the show on Sunday because it's like. Ooh, I'm going to be just at the top of the live streaming level. Uh, the show Spanking Machine is a drama uh, with comedy. Uh, it's been reviewed by the San Francisco Chronicle and the San Francisco Examiner. You can get tickets to see it uh, at www.brava.org. So I uh, have been uh, getting into civic engagement uh, from my home Um I like this kind of civic engagement. I never was good at going door to door and uh, having people uh, not smile when they see me. Uh, I was a real scaredy cat about that. Uh, So I signed up for a phone bank shift and uh, I started my shift today and only lasted 15 minutes because it turned out that there was documents I was supposed to have read before going to the training session. I just thought the training session was where they, you know, it's like, I just really felt like I was beyond that. I mean, I was in a Warner Brothers film in 1997, and I think that counts for something. I'm an actor. Just give me the script and give me their phone numbers, and I'm good. But but that's not how they felt about it. I mean, they didn't send me out. Um, I actually got an emergency email about another matter, and I just decided I'm not going to really be able to phone bank. I don't know nothing, and I've got to just read documents and try this again. Uh, so I, I might try again tomorrow, but definitely next week. Uh, every Wednesday they do uh, uh, North Carolina to uh, to tell voters who are registered how they can vote because you know, we got that voter suppression thing going on. Uh, so yeah, I gotta get on the, gotta get on the phones, gotta get on the phones. Um, I had a little bit of a heart, heartache, uh, which, uh, I haven't really talked very personally on my podcast, but, uh, I kind of had a breakup. I broke up with somebody who didn't know that we were going out together. That's it. I think I, I actually covered everything. It's time to talk about this burlesque festival, the 18th New York Virtual Burlesque Festival, uh, co-produced by the Pontani Productions and Thirsty Girl Productions. That's Jen Gapay. 
Four days of glitter and glamour. Here's Jen Capay. How are you doing, Jen? I'm doing okay. Hanging in there, Marga. How are you doing? I'm I'm just excited to talk to you. You know, we go we go way back and you've always yeah. been down and just a cool fun person that yeah, you know, you so so happy go lucky, so breezy. You'd never know that you are just helming this incredibly complicated uh event and now you're going virtual. What's that it's like? It's it's uh, hasn't been easy, but it's uh I'm learning new things. What, what are you learning, for example? Well, I'm learning to hire really good tech people <laughs> <laughs> because I can do that kind of stuff. Um, like we had to get, uh, it, we actually hired a Zoom operator. Icarus is the name of our Zoom operator. And so he's handling all the shows that are on Zoom for us. This year, we've changed things up a little bit. We're doing three shows and then we're doing a couple classes and a Q&A with burlesque legend Stephanie Blake. Um, and then we're also doing like a Mac makeup uh, tutorial thing that are for that comes as a perk for some of our VIPs. So we've had to, and then we're doing the three showcases. And the three showcases are something that we are have been filmed right, you know, they're being filmed pretty much, we're done filming, but we're editing right now. Um, and but the classes and the Q&A and the Mac stuff are all going to be run live throughout the weekend. So we're, you know, navigating that whole thing. Oh, okay. Uh, that's, that's good to know. I know I, I, uh, I've got my ticket and I'm, I'm excited. Because the one thing about, uh, that I find about burlesque is that it, it's, it's seamless, it's glamorous. There's, there's no meltdowns like, you know, many of us well, have. I don't know about that. <laughs> I've seen well, a few meltdowns in my day. There's a, there's, well, I, I would pay extra to see uh, a burlesque queen have a meltdown. Okay. Um, I'll get to film something for you sometime. We're also, so we're streaming everything on burlesquegalaxy.com, which is a new platform. And um, they are, it's, you have the capacity, you know how like on live shows on like Instagram live or Facebook live, you can type in to, you know, the comment on the performance as it's happening. So you'll be able to do that on here as well. So um, even though it's, not live. You'll still be able to comment and have conversations with other people that are watching it and also some of the performers that are in it, actually. So oh, that. yeah. They'll probably come in and, into the chat. That would be exactly. a very nice thing. And, and, yeah, and probably yeah. all in their gowns, too. I'm sure they're not going to be wearing <laughs> yeah. pajama bottoms like yeah. the rest of us. Right? on top, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I wanted to ask you that. Now, you have been voted um, by uh, what... Oh, I say you by 20, 21st century burlesque, you have been voted the most influential non-performing woman in burlesque. That's a that is true. But do you have you ever worn pasties? Uh not in public. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I got a follow-up question then. Okay. Sure. <laughs> uh, so if you've worn them in private, have you been with another person or a few people or was I've it been all with another person and tried on pasties? Mm, yeah. 
Do they hurt? Uh, this particular pasty did not hurt. But they stay on. Yeah, I just have always wondered that. Uh, you know, I, I've seen so many of your fabulous burlesque presentations. And when it comes to the pasty, I've, I've always like, well, you couldn't have any nipple hair, right? That would hurt. That would right. You gotta. <laughs> yeah, you gotta shave that. Yeah. <laughs> that um, not that yeah. I have it. Not that I have any nipple hair, but I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. Um, what? So what? How do you? What kind of? And I'm sure that this is going to be covered in the in the live workshops that you're going to have in this mm -hmm. upcoming festival. But what, how, how do they stick on? How do they stay on for a very, you know, athletic uh, performance? Well, there's and like pasty tape. So I don't, I mean, and so, which is obviously very sticky. I mean, it does, they do fall off occasionally during, you know, performances. Oh. But yeah, but I think it's the way that also the pasty is shaped, you know, so it comes out kind of like a, like a pyramid almost. So it's not really sticking on the top part of your nipple. It's sticking around it. So that, on, the, that on the areola? Exactly. I had the biggest crush on one of your uh one of your stars main attraction. Oh yeah. Main yeah. is in the festival this year. She has been pretty much almost every year. And she's actually doing a class on Saturday. Um, I believe it's at four o'clock and um she's doing her burlesque class. So you should take that class. <laughs> you totally should. And you could ask her all these questions. It's on Saturday at four. And I think it's it's called the art master of puppetry. I don't know why it's called that, but um, really the art of master puppetry? Something like that. Yeah. It's got some funny puppetry. Okay, because um, I heard master and right away I was like, Master <laughs> what? Puppetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I did it's some so master puppetry last night. <laughs> yeah, watched Real Housewives of New York reruns. Yes. <laughs> That's another uh, sideline I've been. Nobody's teaching that though, right? What? What? Webcam. Yeah, webcam performance. Probably. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hot older Latina lesbians yeah. on the webcam. Yeah. I think um, that's, your, that's your niche. You did the first uh, New York Burlesque Festival in 2003. Yeah. And uh, you were interviewed uh, by one of our, our great newspapers of record, the New York Post. And uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you said that it was because I was, you know, I, I was living in New York and you were. Giuliani was the mayor, right? Yep. Yeah. And he, he just, he couldn't do anything. Right? right. I mean, how, how it was before Giuliani was why I moved back to New York, because right. everybody would stay up to four or five in the morning. You could smoke a joint in, in, the, in a club. Um, you know, there was all kinds of shenanigans and it was so sexy. Probably. And then Giuliani did the crackdown. And then what did you do about it, Jen? Started the New York Burlesque Festival. <laughs> I mean, I, I do think that, that that is why the whole burlesque scene um, rose up during that time. And it started to, you know, in the late 90s, early 2000s, it was kind of a response to that whole, you know, restriction um, of, you know, sexual freedom or whatever, you know. Um, so, yeah, so we started the festival. I mean, I had done some smaller shows <clears throat> before that, um, but we started the festival 
2003 and it was just two days at that time like opening night was at the slipper room and ah, then the slipper night, room mm. yeah that old slipper room and then the main night was at the knitting factory and they both sold out i mean like we had lines around the block like we didn't we weren't expecting it to be that popular we had no idea i really um i also loved something i read that um it wasn't just uh it wasn't just well we back then in in uh, 2003 we called them hipsters right but sure. um but now like hipsters are old and millennials yeah. <laughs> millennials are looking at aarp you know millennials are getting right. aarp uh for compartment cooler offers to join but um <laughs> But, but what you said uh, in one of your interviews, because you've you've been in the press a lot, and you've and uh, um, you've got Thirsty Girl Productions as a website. You have a Wikipedia page. Um, but you said that one thing you noticed in New York was that you were getting not just you know not just younger uh, audience, but you were getting generations that actually were there in the original wave of burlesque. You were getting sixty-year-olds and seventy-year-olds coming out to the show. Yeah. And we still get that, like at the festival um, each year, especially at some of the bigger shows, like the Saturday Spectacular Murray show every year, which yeah. is more of a supper club thing that we did at BB King's for years. And now we do at Sony Hall, which is a really nice venue, um, which used to be an old burlesque club called the Diamond Horseshoe Club, actually. Uh huh. Um, and it's in the basement of the, um, what's it called? Some hotel on 46th Street, I can't remember now. But but yeah, we've get um some older couples that are, you know, late sixties, early seventies, sometimes even older that were, you know, fans of burlesque yeah. back in the day. Yeah. So it's really fun to see them and and they often stop me, you know, like during intermission or after the show, and will come up and say, you know, tell me that, you know, they would used to go to shows and how this was so great. And they're, you know, just so happy to be there. Great. Uh, so one of the things about this virtual uh, entertainment scene that we're all part of is that it does sort of give access to people who, you know, might not be able to, you know, okay. to make it downtown or make it to New York. I mean, people Speaking internationally. One, yeah, internationally. I have friends on the west coast that bought tickets this year that some of them go to i also do the seattle boy last festival yes and a lot of them have been going to that like my friends in the seattle area um but they've never been to the new york burlesque festival so all my you know three of my good friends bought tickets for this this year my mom bought tickets for this this year and oh, she's, she's never so been sweet. oh yeah, mom didn't get a comp oh yeah no she's like she wanted to support she actually bought a three-day pass so. she's going to Maine's class then i'm going to Maine's class <laughs> yeah, totally her name's sheila you know, okay i'll look for her <laughs> Oh, is it the kind of class that would it be on Zoom so that everyone can see each other? Is it is it yeah. that? Yeah. And so basically nice. it's on Zoom so she can see people and if they have a question and they're doing, you know, a move a certain way that's not quite right, you know, oh, you can like yeah. look at them or whatever, you know. So that would be what I would do, Jen. I would I would go to Maine's class and then I do everything wrong. Yeah, and you so get a lot could, of attention from Maine. Yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect, perfect. That's opposite of what I do at a yoga class. It's like I don't want them to see me at all. All right. Yeah. Now, this is just about to start this uh, this festival. It is um, begins on uh, October 1st yeah. through October 4th. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, where where do uh, oh, and it's um, so October first is uh, Thursday. Thursday, okay. Uh, so that would make it a four day festival. Thursday is it starts off with the Q and A with Stephanie Blake, who is a a legend uh, burlesque performer. So she is was around back performing in the I don't I think the late sixties early seventies. Um, so there's a Q&A with her um, and Calamity Chang. And then there's Thursday Night Spectacular, which is hosted by Foxy Tan from Minneapolis. Um, can I can he, I say I'm a big uh, Calamity Chang fan? Calamity Chang is awesome. the best. Yeah. yeah, she's really great. So yeah, so she's hosting the Thursday Q&A. Then Friday is Shelly Watson hosting um and Love yeah performers all over from all over the world shelly watts the great singer so that's always fun too and then of course murray hill on saturday with special guest appearances by dandy wellington um who is also from here and a great singer and dancer and so they're going to kind of i think go back and forth a little bit um yeah and you can get all your tickets at the new york burlesque festival.com and what we're doing as well is um, we close sales like I think an hour before the show so we can send everybody their, you know, links and all that. But then we are going to keep them um, up on the Burlesque Galaxy platform for a week after you buy them. So you could buy so you can watch it anytime. So if you couldn't go to, you know, you couldn't be by your computer mm -hmm. uh, Friday at eight o'clock, you know, you can watch it Saturday morning. Oh, and you could watch it uh, more than once then if you wanted you to. You can watch it more than once. Oh boy. Yeah, uh, Shelly Watson, right? Shelly's uh, hosting on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, uh, <laughs> she motorboated my, my nephew. Oh, really? <laughs> Where at the show? I'm hoping. <laughs> Kate, Kate Rigg, the wonderful, talented, oh, yeah. amazing genius. Uh, she, okay set up um some entertainers for my uh for a special birthday uh okay. it was a you know multiple of five ten it was a, a significant birthday this is yep. i was in new york at the time so so <clears throat> she got shelly and then shelly brought um two more amazing dancers so after my show at la mama uh we we had a little um you know sexy burlesque Awesome. Birthday party for me and uh, my oh, my great. my aunt uh, and uh, oh I guess he's my cousin actually yeah he's he's so much younger than me I think of him as my nephew yeah. but uh, we brought him up there and I got motorboated of course because it's my awesome. birthday and then there was like a special <laughs> extra bonus motorboat for <laughs> my, my nephew cousin <laughs> uh, can you say that once again at the website yeah it's the New York Festival .com. and may I say as a ticket buyer uh, like like Jen's mom, Sheila, <laughs> um, these tickets are affordable. They are affordable. So, uh, and you don't even have to buy drinks. So, you know, you could yeah. buy a couple of bottles of uh, cocktail goodies and uh, enjoy these dancers. And I guess you can even watch them, your oh, favorites, no, again no. and again. <laughs> Congratulations on 18 amazing years for, for the New York Burlesque Festival you. and your other projects. And uh, this is your first virtual and you pop that cherry, Jen. Goodbye. Yeah. Okay. Thanks a lot, Marga. I enjoyed that interview and I hope you did too. And you'll check out the New York Burlesque Festival at their website, which is the New York Burlesque 
festival.com. It's starting Thursday, October 1st, uh, and it'll go through Sunday, uh, October 4th. All the performances will be replayed uh, for about a week. I I want to stress that um, the burlesque performers that I have seen, and I have seen many, 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 They are visual artists. I mean, they they happen to be ridiculously sexy, um, and and they're and they're actors and they're comedians. But you don't realize every every string they're pulling, every gift they're giving you. So um, do check it out, especially if you never have before. You'll be amazed. And using film and using the digital media. Will will just kind of I think push them to to another level of creativity. They top themselves every time I see them. They top themselves, and yes, I know, I know how that sounds, but it's it's physically impossible. Okay, if you, if you try to top yourself, you'll just you'll keep spinning and spinning. You're spinning top. Oh, I think that's going to be my Tinder profile. Spinning top. Um, yeah, so uh, I I, I want to just uh, admit that I know that I am a little bit late uh, posting the podcast. I meant to have it out uh, before midnight on Wednesday, and now I'm I'm well into uh, Thursday wee hours, uh, three a.m. But that's okay. That's actually my that's my prime time. Thursday is close enough to Wednesday, and uh, and and in the future. Oh well. <laughs> That's all the time we have for now. Uh, but we also have to think about this election coming up. And so I urge you once again to please volunteer at a phone bank. If you need any uh, links for phone banking, uh, I want to give you a website that is sort of a clearinghouse for a lot of organizations that are uh, are active in this campaign and getting the vote out. It's www actionnetwork.org. Uh, the phone bank that, that I did, uh, not very well, but will totally, totally nail on Wednesday, next Wednesday, is called Reclaim Our Vote Campaign. Let's, let's just work our asses off to uh, save the world, to really save the world. It just takes one shift at a time. Uh, and also keep finding good stuff inside.